Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thought we'd let it run for a minute there. Considering that it is a Friday morning and it's one of the last Fridays before Christmas. So Christmas will be two weeks from Sunday. You better get moving on your preparation. It's crazy because it's only December 9th, and yet it feels much deeper into December. And while we're talking about rock your body, well, they were rocking in the Rams locker room. I'm going to do something a little different. I normally do this, and I know many of you are waking up on this Friday morning, and you don't know what happened on Thursday night football. And, And why would you necessarily have stayed true to the game or watched all the way through the fourth quarter? Because it was five consecutive empty possessions to start the second half. The Raiders had a 13-point lead. So they had a double-digit lead once again at halftime. Although maybe that would be the reason why (laughs) you would stick around. Since that seems to be a recipe for disaster for the Raiders' defense. Five empty possessions to begin the second half. Then another field goal by the Raiders that put them up 16-3. At the point at which they took that 13-point lead, it was 12-20 on the clock. 12-20 remaining in the fourth quarter. So think about that. The Rams are essentially on life support. They go from 13 points down to a locker room that they'll never forget. Taylor Rapp closing it out. So many big-time stops defensively. Van Jefferson, Ben Skoranek making plays. Yep. All right, but to be able to come in here 10 minutes ago and help lead us to a victory, see you guys on Monday. Baker Mayfield. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, man, that's the way to fight for the man. Hey, I'm happy to be home, man. Are you kidding me? He just dropped a Wii and a home in the Rams locker room. Matthew Stafford is holding his clipboard. Baker Mayfield just turned into a cult hero in LA. The locker room cheers for a good 20 seconds. Top of their lungs. Utter mayhem for Baker Mayfield. 
Most of them are probably still introducing themselves. There's no way he knows everybody on that roster. He might not even know everybody on the offensive side of the ball. He's been buried in the playbook and in his wristband for 48 hours. He's been squirreled away with Sean McVay and Liam Cohen, the offensive coordinator, working with the quarterbacks to just try to get comfortable with the terminology. I thought this was an interesting point, though. Having come from Kevin Stefanski's offense for a a time, it helps because Stefanski is from Sean McVay's tree. So maybe there are some crosses and some ties there. But still, this is unheard of. It's unthinkable. It's nearly impossible. But you know what? The NFL specializes in nearly impossible. Good morning to you. It's a Friday after hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. We're inside the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Do you need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. Dynamic. The NFL Network has done nothing but rerun the game all night long. And not even the whole game. They're mostly focused on the second half. (laughs) But it was the first quarter when Baker made his Rams debut, playing in a third different uniform in the calendar year. All right, second possession, John Wolford and the Rams after they rushed for nine. No, it's Baker (laughs) Mayfield making his Rams debut on possession number two. Well, we heard we heard there was rumblings all all morning and early in pregame that he was going to get an opportunity to get in this game and play. Maybe this is where you get that shot down the field. Former number one overall pick in 2018, 27 years of age under center, and Royal and Soul wearing the number 17. Brings a man in motion from his left. Cam Akers his back, play fakes, sets up to throw. Baker's first throw as a Ram completes right side, 45 yard line of Las Vegas. It goes to Van Jefferson for a first down. J.B. Long and Maurice Jones-Drew on Rams radio. So his very first snap results in a pass downfield, and they get a, a field goal. It's I think it was a 55-yarder, so we're not talking about them getting into the red zone uh, and coming up empty. Nah, it, they didn't go very far, but he got his feet wet. Uh, wet excuse me. I, I kind of felt like as he was trotting out there, J.B. doesn't even recognize it's him, maybe because he's wearing number 17. And it was just, hey, why don't we give this a whirl? What do we have to lose? We're the first Super Bowl champion ever to lose six straight games the following year. We've only got one player on offense who started every game this season. It's an offensive lineman. Or not, not started. I guess I shouldn't say this specifically. Who's played in every game this season for the Rams. That's what a revolving door it's been on offense. So you know what? Why don't we try something different? Let's just give it a whirl. And they get a field goal. But here's the problem. That was the only offense they had until the fourth quarter. Now the Raiders helped out because that's what the Raiders do. The Raiders themselves, after their... First touchdown drive. So very first possession of the game, they get a Josh Jacobs touchdown. After that, they were settling for field goals and not taking care of their business in the red zone. So the Raiders go one for four in the red zone, leaving the door wide open. The Raiders put one more field goal on the board or one field goal turns into a touchdown, and this is a moot point. Maybe Derek Carr doesn't throw an interception at the end of the first half when they're in the red zone 
he throws a ball that I don't even know. Wh- I don't know what he was looking at or what happened to the ball. It was ugly, and it was a bad moment for the veteran QB. Now, it's not insurmountable. Had they done anything else in the red zone, but they really didn't after that first possession. So again, it's it's compounding mistakes. It's the Raiders, similar to the Saints on Monday night, had one drive gone differently. Heck, do they get a first down at some point in the fourth quarter when they have possession of the football? There's not enough time left. Maybe they don't get two defensive penalties early on the Rams' last possession. Now, one of them was on first down, so they're they're still moving, but it gave the Rams a boost downfield. It turned into a snowball. Just more and more mistakes compounded for the Raiders, which left the door wide open for the Rams. 12-20 to go in the fourth quarter. They get the ball back. Get this. 17 plays, 75 yards, nine minutes later. Mayfield ready, under center. Opens up, hands off. Akers finding Pater, pushing the pile. There it is. Touchdown, Cam the Ram. Touchdown, L.A. The first of the nights with 319 remaining. And the Rams are within 16-9 on a 17-play, 75-yard touchdown drive. Nine minutes. Okay. Don't need to worry about sense of urgency quite yet. They find the end zone with 319 to go. Ball goes back to the Raiders. And here's what I'm talking about. You get a first down and things look a whole lot different. But they don't. The Raiders go three and out on their next drive. And then, as I say, it's a snowball effect, compounding mistakes. Early on the Rams' final possession, there's an interception. But it's negated by defensive pass interference. Then there's this. Empty set for Mayfield. Shotgun snap. Eyes the middle. Crosby off the edge. He gets home at the 12. Max Crosby for his second sack of the game. And now a flag, and it looks like it's going to be on the Raiders. A late flag. Baker Mayfield was calling for it. And this is going to be a penalty after the play. Penalty it was, as I say, that's on first down. It gives them a bunch of yards. And that was really, I don't want to say it was the turning point, but on this drive to first not have the interception because of a flag and then to have this unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, which gives the Raiders, well, which gives the Rams the extra yards, but gives the Raiders even a shorter field in which they feel like they've got time and space and they don't have anything on their side after that. And it gave life to an offense that has been sputtering most of the game and really most of the season. 16-10, Raiders with the lead. Rams trying to grab it for the first time tonight from their 28s. Snap back, Mayfield top of his drop. Spins one, right sideline, Skoranek the target. Did he moss him? He did! He brings it in at the 40 of Las Vegas. Wow. 107 and rolling. Rams down six. You got guys making plays here. Ben Skoranek is able to go up top. Baker Mayfield completed five passes on this last drive of the game for the Rams. 
But the one to Skoranek that went 32 yards was only his second one. After that, he didn't miss. <laughs> when I tell you it was the spark, when I tell you that that was the moment and it followed that flag that we heard with J.B. Long. Well, actually, the flag was Jason Horowitz on Raiders Radio. J.B. Long, they're on Rams Radio. Yeah, they were sputtering. The interception comes on third and two. It gets wiped out. The unsportsmanlike conduct is on first and 10. Gives them 15 yards. Right after that, 32-yard completion. And boom, they're into the red zone. At this point, it goes so quickly. And so they go from their side of the field, DOA, to red zone in the span of a couple of passes. Sets them up and sets up a moment that Baker Mayfield will never forget. Rams have to go 98 yards without a timeout. 23 remaining, 15 seconds. Mayfield flings it, left side, end zone. Caught! Caught! Caught by Van Jefferson! (laughs) With nine seconds remaining, touchdown, L.A.! 16 up! And a Matt Gay extra point can win it. Mayfield, comma, Baker, the touchdown maker. <laughs> Must have extra point. Matt Gay for the lead. After the Van Jefferson touchdown reception from Baker Mayfield, here it comes. And the Rams are on the high side for the first time on Thursday Night Football. We saw the Buccaneers win with a touchdown pass in the final three seconds. This one's nearly as dramatic. Nine seconds remaining when Baker Mayfield throws the touchdown pass to Van Jefferson. All that's left is yet one more fizzle by the Las Vegas Raiders. Brandon Bolden in the backfield. Car deep drop. He bounces. He's hit as he lets it go middle. It's intercepted. Taylor Rapp in the middle of the field to cement a come from behind. 17-16 win. The losing streak is over. The Rams with a well-deserved celebration. Total team effort. Um, I can't say enough about the defense to get the stop to even allow the offense to be able to get back out on the field. To go 98 yards, that's the first time under two minutes in a game-winning drive that that's happened in 45 seasons, Kevin Demoff just told me. I'm really happy for you know these players, these coaches. They did a great job, and it's a great testament to the resilience of this group. And, man, uh, you know you forget what winning's like, and it sure is fun. And <laughs> give a lot of credit to the Raiders. I got so much respect for Josh McDaniels and that group, and um, you can see why they've done a great job, especially over the last few weeks. Obviously disappointing, oh. but credit to what a difference. Credit to Sean and his group. Um, they obviously, you know, played they played hard and made one more than we did. Um, thought we had opportunities, obviously, to to help close the game out, but uh, certainly didn't do enough. So um, none of us did enough. What a difference! And behind Sean McVay, you hear the locker room is still, as one insider put it on Twitter, bumping. It's not really a word I would use, but. I sound like a total weirdo when I say it too, but it's sweet. I like it. And so we get the juxtaposition between the Raiders locker room, which is like a funeral. Despite three straight wins, they let this one get away. And then the Rams, they're at home. SoFi Stadium, they'd forgotten what it was like to win, says Sean McVay. 
But man, you remember real quickly how to celebrate. All right, I know you want to hear from Baker. Baker, the touchdown maker. It sounds so dumb, and yet it was so much fun. Hello. Yes, on Twitter, A-Law Radio, to take our poll for TD of the Week or your reaction to Baker's magical moment. As one listener said earlier, Baker's back, baby. B, 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 B. Uh, Also on our Facebook page. Glad to have you with us. Good morning to you. QB news, but starting with the QB. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Of the hour, that's Baker Mayfield here on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Hurry back to throw, and it is. Is it tossed? Center, steps back, throws the fade. Cooper Cup's got it! Touchdown, L.A. Burrow back to throw. Looking, firing deep for Chase in the end zone. Oh, He's yeah. got it! Yeah. Touchdown! Yeah. Joe Burrow and the Bengals! Mahomes fires for the end zone. Caught! Touchdown, Kansas City! And off to Hector again. No, Herbert keeps it. End zone. Touchdown, Chargers! Herbert with his second of the day. Here's the snap. Josh going to keep it himself and run it again inside the five into the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo. Josh Allen, nine-yard touchdown run. The Bills respond and then some. It's time for QB News on After Hours. Okay, I promised you Baker Mayfield, regardless of what happens moving forward, no one can take this night, this game, this redemption away from him. Uh, And this is Baker, right? He plays his best football 
when his hair is on fire. But he also plays his worst football when his hair is on fire. There's that very fine line. He operates at a high level when the pressure is ratcheted up, but it doesn't always mean he makes the best decision. So, yeah, he's got all the tools, but he can be hit or miss. It just happens that on this night, in the end of the game, with everything hanging in the balance, he was hit 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 over and over again so baker mayfield welcome back and we are glad you're home in la i'm using his words not mine i don't know if you can write it any better than that obviously we'd like to be a little bit more stress-free but um it's, it's a pretty damn good story i'll be honest with you so it's uh it's special you can't say enough about baker mayfield and the leadership the resilience the competitiveness um you know, and, and what a quick study. I mean, he just got here five minutes ago and, and figured out a way to, to be able to do some special things tonight. I just can't say enough about how impressed I am with just the command, the comfort, even just the operation. I mean, being able to just call the plays within the 40-second play clock or even 25 seconds out of a clock stoppage. or It, it was, uh, I mean, it, it's, I'm still kind of like, what the hell's going on right now? <laughs> when it comes to critical situations and, and kind of uh... – you know, those crucial downs, when, especially when the clock's rolling like that, just putting the ball up for guys like that and knowing the, the clock mechanics. I, you know, I had Brian Allen screaming in my face what the cadence was for that because we didn't cover it, and Sean's yelling in my ear as well. And uh, But, yeah, ball is ball. Ball is ball. What the hell is going on? <laughs> that was the general mood. What the hell is going on? around the Rams what locker the room going on right now as they snap a six game losing skid you take it any way you can bake it uh, as for the Raiders do you know that they are the first team in roughly a century and and there may have been more teams before 1930 but the NFL records don't go back that far first team since 1930 to have four double digit halftime leads wasted First team ever, or since at least 1930, to blow double-digit leads at halftime in four different games. Never happened before. Raiders, that's all about you. And Derek Carr, I don't know if he cried on Thursday night, but man, devastated again. It didn't feel that way, if I'm honest. Um, you know, it didn't feel like something like, oh, here, you know, here it goes again or anything. It didn't feel anything like that. Um, you know, at the end of the day, it's football, and you're going to turn the film on, and you're going to see, well, oh, that's why that happened, or why that's why that happened. And, you know, coaches will correct it, and that's sucks, man. No margin error. That's probably not the game you would have chosen for after hours game of the week, and, of course, it's not in our poll. That would be unfair. We do have a poll up. We'll see whether or not it can compete with the drama of Raiders and Rams down the stretch. Final quarter. In fact, I'm seeing it again on NFL Network in my studio. You can take our poll on Twitter, After Hours CBS, or on our Facebook page. One of those games that's in the poll, the Buccaneers and the San Francisco 49ers, because they're also going through another quarterback change from Trey Lance to Jimmy Garoppolo, now to Brock Purdy. Came in with two first-half touchdowns last week against the Dolphins. But what about the preparation as he takes over as a starter? It's been solid. It's been um, new, you know, taking all the first-team reps and just the meetings and everything's centered around, you know, how I think, the plays I like, um, and then getting the timing down at the receivers and um, running backs. So it's been a little different, but it's been really good. Brock Purdy, which has been uh, kind of a, 
I wouldn't say elephant in the room, but he's been a pleasant surprise to everybody <laughs> in the building when you think about getting a last pick of the draft, a quarterback who's somewhat undersized. But, you know, from the minute he stepped in, I looked at him like, man, you can see the confidence, like, like spewing out of him. And it, it's not arrogance. It's just confidence. That Sunday? You know? Not this Sunday okay. from the first day he oh, walked wow, in here. Wow. It's like when you see him throw passes on scout team, you see him like, I didn't, I didn't seen him like, get after some scout team wide receiver. I've seen them get after some some active wide receivers, and they're not running, and, you know, they're not doing what they're supposed to do. <laughs> it's just in them. It ain't even like it comes out before he even realizes, yeah. oh, shit, might be your little Debo. You know what I'm saying? It's like That's Trent Williams already telling you what Brock Purdy is like, and we're about to see it as the starter. Of course, he takes the field for the Niners while Tom Brady, who's been playing football longer than Purdy has been on the planet, He just had another one of those fourth quarter comebacks similar to Baker Mayfield. Oh, okay. Baker slash Brady. And actually Todd Bowles says this is just who he is with all that experience. He has this ability to play it out ever before it happens on the field. He can see things to play before and come back to it two plays later when he sees somebody lacking and try to set him up. He just has a whole bunch of different nuances from playing that long that help him execute at a high level. So Tampa Bay at San Francisco, definitely one of our our options for game of the week. Remember, this is the weekend that Kansas City and Denver got flexed out of prime time, though it's still a big deal for the Chiefs. And so while we're talking about some of the West teams, the Chiefs, they're at 9-3. and three. They're coming off the loss to Cincinnati. Right now, they're tied with the Bills for best record in the AFC, but the Bills have the tie break. So they have to take care of their business in Denver. Patrick Mahomes says we cannot overlook them because of their records. They're a great defense, man. They do a lot of great things. Um, and so it'll be a great challenge for us as an offense, and I got to do, do my best to get the ball in my hand and let these guys make plays. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, they squandered opportunities last week in Cincinnati. They certainly had flashes, but remember, it was a a Travis Kelsey fumble in the fourth quarter that gave the ball back to the Bengals. There was an interception in there from Patrick Mahomes, so they've got to take care of the football. They can't get turnover prone. The Denver defense will attempt uh, to grab the takeaways because that's how they level the playing field. We won't talk about Russell Wilson now. He's He's been the subject of a lot of talk this week. <laughs> Again, it's Kansas City and Buffalo with the same record. Josh Allen, a guest on Pat McAfee this week. And, man, it, it burns at him. It drives him. The W's. I dream about it all the time. I dream about, you know, the Super Bowl parade and what that would be like. Oh. Um, you know, I, I, I know, and it sounds corny, but I – I know what I would say right after the Super Bowl, too, to the, to the fans here and, and to the, the city. So, um, obviously, we got to go out there and we got to get it done, you know, through our actions. Uh, but it's, it's extremely fun to think about. It's extremely uh, – it, it will be extremely, extremely special to be a part of. Um, God willing, we can get it done. Is that touching the money? Is that a little bit like touching the Stanley Cup before you win it? I don't think so. I think you got to be ready. Preparation. Preparation and planning so that you're not caught off guard or unawares. I like it. That's Josh Allen. Ask Josh if he's ever seen one of these. (laughs) A Super Bowl ring. He envisions what it will be like if it ever happens. 
But it's a big deal for the Bills this week. The last time they faced the Jets in MetLife Stadium, they lost, and Josh played really poorly. So can they get the vindication back at home as the Jets come to town with Mike White? I'm telling you what, everyone loves this guy. Mike White. Big man on campus. Elijah Moore was at his press conference this week asking him about the Jets receiving core. So Mike plays a little game with him. We got a really good receiver group. I mean, there's Garrett, there's CD, there's Braxton, there's Deontay Spencer, there's Irvin Charles, there's who else? Um, Conklin. No, Conklin's a tight end. Um, There's Elijah Moore. I forgot about him. No, they're they're pretty 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 fun group to throw to. He plays cornhole in the parking lot with the offensive lineman. He jokes with his wide receivers. No wonder they love him. I mean, that, that's all peripheral if they don't win. But right now, that locker room belongs to one Mike White. Jets and Bills coming up in a feature matchup. Also one of our game of the week options for week 14. Miami Dolphins want a rebound. They lost in San Francisco last week. Of course, a big a lot of the storyline around that game was Jimmy Garoppolo, but Tua struggled. And he had come back and he'd been like a house on fire. They'd won five in a row since he returned. They've got to find their footing again. Another game on the West Coast, and this one at the Chargers, who are also locked in a battle when it comes to wild card spots in the AFC. Tyreek Hill, he's got faith in his quarterback. This we know. I've been fortunate enough to, to to be able to play with one of the best quarterbacks in this league. And, you know, Patrick we all have bad Tua. games. We're all a human. And, you know, we all go through certain stuff, man. And, you know, my message to him is, you know, just, just come out, refocus. You know, and a lot of people forget about what you did the last game when you go out here and throw for six touchdowns or something crazy, man, and it'll all be forgotten. So, I mean, I've dropped crazy amount of passes in my career, but <laughs> my whole focus and my the way that my parents raised me is, you know, you can't be great and dwell on the past or whatever. You know, you got to be able to move on. I have no doubt that Tua can do that. He's mentally tough from his days at Alabama. Remember everything that happened with Jalen Hurts while he was there, not to mention the huge stages that he played on as a member of the Tide. And and there's been plenty of adversity since he got into the NFL with the Dolphins. There have been so many rumors that the Dolphins were trading for other quarterbacks. There have been injuries. He's been on and off the field. The concussion protocol, uh, that scary moment earlier this year against it was at the Bengals earlier this year. Um, and so it, this guy is battle-tested, mentally tough. So I agree with with Tyreek on that point. As for Tua, well, he doesn't have to, but he takes a minute to highlight Justin Herbert. Look at uh, his career this far in the NFL. I mean, he continues to, to do really great things, and uh, he's a great player. You know, you can't, can't say anything bad about this guy. Like, he, <laughs> I mean, he's good. He can run. He can throw. He can throw on the run. Another one of your high-profile matchups among teams or between teams that are seeking playoff leverage, trying to get a leg up in the playoff race. It's maybe crazy to talk about because nothing's been set in stone except for a couple of teams that have been completely eliminated. Uh, Bears and Texans have been officially eliminated. Um, We've got teams that can clinch their division titles this weekend, like the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, We've also got... 
these battles that are neck and neck. And if you dare give an inch, you could fall behind because of how crowded these races are in, in the AFC and the NFC when it comes to wild card. So divisions, maybe not as much. You got a couple that will hang in the balance until the end. Uh, Ravens and Bengals are both eight and four atop the North. You've got an AFC North battle between the Ravens and Steelers, always a knockdown drag out. We'll talk about that one a little bit coming up. Uh, the, the Patriots are trying to keep pace. They've got the same record as the Chargers now at six and six. Patriots wait until Monday night against the Arizona Cardinals. Um, and so there are a lot of different ways still that this could break, but only five weeks left, five weeks left in the NFL regular season, plus Christmas, plus New Year's, plus we're going to crown a, a champion in college football. It's all happening so fast. And yet it's Friday, so we can hang loose, baby. It's after hours here on CBS Sports. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Come on, come on. Click, boom. As we wrap up the week, we contemplate the mysteries of the universe. Boom! I just laid down the A-Law. Boom! The best highlights. Foles running up and down the line. It's a direct snap, and it goes to Clement, who gives it off to Burton, the tight end, who then throws in the end zone. Touchdown! Foles caught the ball! And your fire... Thanks for taking my call. I really appreciate it. The greatest sports show in America. Boom! After Hours presents the Boom Moment of the Week. Here's Amy Lawrence. Boom! No timeouts for the Rams. 15 seconds. Second and 10 from the 22. Baker throwing. Near side. It is caught. Van Jefferson for the touchdown. And with nine seconds left... We're tied. The Rams can take the lead on the point after. Baker Mayfield with a brilliant pass. It's a toss-up, really. We had a hard time deciding. Should it be Baker Mayfield's last-second touchdown pass to Van Jefferson on Thursday Night Football to kick off Week 14, or should it be Tom Brady... And his touchdown with even less time remaining on the clock, only three seconds, 
when he found the rookie running back Rashad White on Monday Night Football. So how about that? You hear J.B. Long on Rams Radio? That's the next game. We get back-to-back games with dramatic finishes all the way down to the wire. Three seconds remaining for the Bucks. nine seconds remaining for the Rams. If not for Ben Skoranek's huge 32-yard grab, though, this is a moot point. We're not talking about Baker Mayfield or the Rams. In fact, we're looking at them as a team that's lost seven consecutive games, never been done by a reigning Super Bowl champion. Skoranek was raving about his new QB, fill-in QB, part-time QB, substitute QB. I I don't know. Hats off to Baker Mayfield. He came in, I think, you know, Tuesday um, and learned the offense in two days. And to come in and do what he did tonight, man, I'll go to war with that man any day, man. Like, I just met him, (laughs) but I got nothing but respect for him. The the, the work he put in this week, the work he put in, uh, you know, tonight is is unbelievable. That's on Westwood One. Uh, Both Jay and I happened to hear that interview live as it was being conducted. uh, And so we loved it. Skoranek is, he's, a, I think, a second-year guy, right? Second-year wide receiver, and... He says, I've got all this in me. I just want the opportunity. Seven catches, 89 yards, but 32 of them coming on that last drive. A moment that you dream of growing up. You know, you want the ball in your hands down the stretch and, um, you know, to have a quarterback come in and trust you like that, give me a shot. Uh, You know, I've been doing it my whole life. Haven't necessarily done it yet in the NFL, but, um, you know, those are plays I can make going up over top people and just using my big frame and coming down with the ball. (laughs) Using my big frame and coming down with the ball. That sounds like a recipe for success. And that's the thing about a quarterback kind of stepping in, especially in a situation like Baker, though, this is unprecedented. So who even knows how it works? But he's he's not playing favorites because he didn't have any favorites because he just got there. So you just kind of go with what's open and maybe that's refreshing. You not have to worry about feed this guy or give this guy the ball or this guy wants the damn ball or anything like that. You just you barely even know what's happening. What the hell is going on right now? That's what Sean McVay said. He didn't get it either, really, but somehow it worked. It's awesome. I love the NFL. Best reality show on TV. In fact, I was so stunned and uh, just captivated by this ending that all I could tweet was, the NFL is crazy. (laughs) It's appropriate. What the hell's going on right now? That would have worked too. It's After Hours on Twitter. So After Hours CBS, we're looking for you to vote for the game of the week. Also on our Facebook page, lots of you reacting to Baker and Thursday Night Football. And I don't care if he never does it again. You can't take this moment away from him. And think about it. He's been in three different uniforms since the year turned 2022, since the calendar turned 2022. Currently wearing the Rams uniform, number 17. He was with the Panthers for a hot second. Started the year with the Browns until that went horribly wrong. And his team pursued someone else. And now Deshaun Watson is finally on the field and is trying to figure out how quickly he can shake off the rust. I don't know when it's going to come back. I don't know if it's, if it's going to be last week, this week. You know, my job is to just keep keep getting better. And when it clicks, it, it, it clicks. And everyone will feel that. So, um, like I said, just keep improving. Keep trying to do my best. Uh, make sure that the team is, is up and uh, up to the challenge and trying to, uh, you know, score points and win games. couple of scintillating AFC North battles this week. And it's the, the Browns that are in Cincinnati where they just beat the Chiefs last week. Can they keep it going? The Cincinnati Bengals are playing their best football of the year. And uh, we heard about that from Joe Burrow. They've won six of seven now, but four in a row. And so they don't want to have a letdown. 
But then you've got the other matchup. All right, so Cincinnati's 8-4. and four. You've got the other first-place team in the North who's starting a backup QB in Tyler Huntley, and the Ravens are on the road in Pittsburgh. You cannot take the veterans of that Ravens defense lightly, regardless of what you think of Tyler Huntley, though he's been in the system for a couple of years. Kenny Pickett is going to face a new challenge now with this Ravens D. I mean, they do a lot of really good things. Their, their blitz package, you know, is pretty diverse. They have a lot of different looks, and uh, so you know we got to be diligent in our preparation and, and you know have some good answers for Sunday. I just want to cop to it. We were supposed to have a Steelers player on the show. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you who. I don't think it was his fault. Something got lost in translation. But we waited and waited and waited and finally gave up. We got stood up by the Steelers. Steelers stood us up. That's our sob story on this edition. And shut up time. Yeah. See, now if it was Mike Tomlin, there's no way that he would have stood us up. Uh, So the Steelers themselves have won three of their last four, and they're trying to to cling to their playoff hopes. They actually do have playoff hopes, as do the Browns. So both those teams right now in the basement of the AFC North, but no one in that division has officially been eliminated. Patriots, though, they're a little farther ahead. They're also clinging to playoff hopes. They think uh, if they can find some momentum here in these next couple weeks, they can be right back in the conversation. It's just strange to think about the AFC East and how there's four teams, none of them with losing records, and it's the Pats who are currently in the basement. But Mac Jones will take it, so you're saying there's a chance. It's kind of a new season here, and it starts with this one with the Cardinals, and that's what we're going to focus on, and um, we're in a good spot. We just got to go out there and compete and and win, and that's what it's all about is whatever we got to do to figure out how to win, um, practice that way, prepare that way, and then obviously play that way. So um, that's all you can ask for is putting in the work, building a great um, game plan, and going out there and executing it. I'm not going to give you all the playoff scenarios and who's where and who's what, only to say that it really is tight and there's very little margin for error in the AFC um, because of the number of teams that are kind of right there in the middle. I say sometimes the AFC is thick around the middle. It, it <laughs> It's a eating a little bit too much pie uh, in this holiday season already. And and so there's just so much jostling. And I appreciate what Mac has to say, and we're hearing it a lot from teams now. Yes, there are only five weeks to go in the season, but still so much can and will happen. And that's the beauty of being tight like that is that this is likely going to go down to the wire. So you can stand in a locker room and you can tell your guys, if you're a coach, if you're a quarterback, if you're a leader, And how many times have we heard this from Tom Brady? Everything we want is still in front of us. Everything we want is still obtainable. Because once you're in, well, it changes everything. So, yes, the the Patriots, and this is kind of funny. I only play this because it's a little goofy. Uh, Bill Belichick has taken so much flack for the fact that he's got a former defensive coordinator on his staff now calling the plays. And so Vance Joseph, who's the... Defensive coordinator with the Cardinals, uh, he's kind of pointed out the fact that uh, he can pretty much figure out what they're doing there in New England. I see an offense that's uh, running the football well. You know, it's a very conservative pass game. You know, lots of screens, all kind of screens. Um, it's like a defensive guy's calling offense. You know, he's <laughs> it's how a defensive guy will call offensive plays, right? You know, let's 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 not turn the ball over. Let's. Let's get four yards of play and you know try to burn clock, and that's what they're doing. You know that's what he's going to do on Monday night. He's going to be patient. You know maybe take a shot here. You know from time to time, but for the most part, it's, it's running game, it's quick game, and it's screens. 
they did laugh. I laughed too. I'm sure he meant it to be taken seriously, but it is kind of funny that he's a defensive coordinator and he can essentially read what Matt Patricia is doing as the play caller, former defensive coordinator for the New England Patriots. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, some good stuff coming up this weekend. And I mean, there's a lot on the line, uh, even for the Tennessee Titans. They just fired their, their general manager, even though they're sitting first place in the AFC South. And yet you look at the South as a whole and there is... One team above 500. That's it in the two South divisions. If you missed my conversation with Mike Sando, this was great. We got to react immediately on the heels of the Rams rally past the Raiders. Uh, not only did he call it the worst loss of the season for the Raiders, which is saying something, um, but we were able to kind of rave about this moment in this history in the NFL. Cause when is this ever likely to happen again? Sean McVay says in the locker room, he's been here for 10 minutes. <laughs> what the hell is going on anyway that was fun it was a fun way to start week 14 i literally can't believe we have five weeks to go uh but but strap in army navy this weekend as well so it's not your typical college football weekend but the deck is cleared for these two iconic programs and this rivalry that always is captivating we'll be back on sunday night hope that you enjoy your christmas prep your holiday prep this weekend be safe Talk soon. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Boom! Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 